0: Hello, and uh, welcome to Those Halcyon Nights, a Vampire the Masquerade one shot set in Southampton, England in 2017. With me tonight. You're down there.
1: <laughs> I may as well go first. Hi, I'm Phil. I'll be playing uh, Patrick Duncan. And I believe I'll be our first Banu Hakim on the channel.
2: Uh, I'm Nat. I'm playing Edmia Robinson, um, who is a Tremere.
3: And I'm Rob playing Terence Bray of Clan Brugia.
0: So this is going to be a fairly unique one shot tonight, as far as I know. And I'd like to share the Chronicle Tenets with you all beforehand. So you know what sort of things pe- these our player characters will be working off of today. The Chronicle Tenets in Southampton are Keep the Peace, Power is Earned, and most importantly, Kindred Survival Above All. And with that... I think we can just get right into it, don't you think? So, Terence, You've only been in this city for uh, maybe a month or two now. After being chased out of Birmingham by the... cowards of the Second Inquisition. You're struggling to get your feet a little. You had pretty much everything, and it was snatched away from you incredibly quickly. You've been told that... Your first forum is tonight. And quite frankly, forum is just another fucking stupid name for what these idiots call court. You don't understand why everything has to be so different around here. Possibly due to those loyalties you had to swear when you got, you know, accepted as a refugee. But it's a bit of a pain in the ass.
4: (laughs) Ah.
3: Well, if they insist...
0: So as you head to your first court, you'll be going to the Mayflower Theatre near the Southampton waterfront. My other two players will obviously be there because they are kindred of this city. As you kind of step in, it's far less crowded than you would ever be used to. There's possibly only about 40 to 45 people here. A mixture of Camerill and Anarchs seemingly living together in complete peace. And this is almost anathema to you. It's disgusting, quite frankly. These people are so different to you, and they should just... They shouldn't be here. They shouldn't be working together in this sort of tentative, disgusting sort of piece. Regardless, you're going to find your place. Sit down, and... I mean, you could describe yourself, please.
3: <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so Terence is about slim, average height, has... Notably androgynous features, so very hard to distinguish whether or not um, they're male or female. Um, Long brown hair, typically tied back when out and about, but particularly here at um, the Forum, uh, it's hanging loose. Always wears impeccably stylish and expensive clothes. Um, Again, the style is a little bit androgynous, so somewhere between a metrosexual chic, or as the Americans might call it, a pantsuit. Uh, and in terms of uh, the face it's sort of striking green eyes Uh, the face could be somewhat classically beautiful but it's somewhat ruined by a few scars of different sorts and uh, and a particularly supercilious or haughty expression that dominates it
0: sitting up in one of the booths is a rather important kindred you are the only neutral party in this entire city. If you so much as even show a slight allegiance to either the Camarilla or the Anarch, you'll be disposed of, and it will not be pretty. Patrick, if you'd like to describe a cat, please.
1: So Patrick looks maybe le- uh, late thir- late thirties. Um, he's just in a basically a red coat with uh, red coat with tails. Uh, he's the, uh, with a. Tidy uh, black shirt underneath, uh, beard neatly uh, de- trimmed, beard to the face, hair a little, hair a little long, um, but he's fine with that. Uh, he he's currently uh, holding in one in one hand a uh, goblet of vitae. Well, we smell as vitae, and he has a cane just resting resting to his side.
0: Patrick, you are the mediator. You settle disputes between the camera and the Anarch that anyone else is a little too biased to do so. You look on each single case that is presented to you with absolute objectivity. Absolutely no bias, churn. Sitting down in the more, we don't like to say common seats in the forum, but Edmure, would you please describe her character?
2: So Edmure is around 34 years of age um he is uh i would say dressed quite plainly but always quite smartly um he's probably got some plain plain kind of maybe slightly military cut jacket um probably looks a bit curious in in modern nights um i would describe him as, as ruggedly handsome um he has uh sideburns um and yeah he's quite often very serious faced um Quite unfriendly, probably to look at, and yeah, he's just he's just sat there. Currently,
0: so the rest of you that aren't almost completely new to the city would know that forum starts when the prince wants it to. Luckily for you lot, he wants it to start quite soon. As he steps out onto the stage, and you see a dark-skinned man with fairly long dreadlocks down to about just above his, like just below his shoulders, he's looking. Patrick and Edmo, you'd notice he's looking a lot weaker than before, which isn't usual. Usually, vampires with his blood and his like the potency and the age he has, they tend to quicken and they just get stronger and stronger over time. Prince Brannack's looking weaker. And he has done at every single forum that's happened. On his arm is a woman dressed in what could only be described as incredibly stereotypical Victorian dress. like Sort of corset, bodied, kind of cleavage out, very uppity and haughty, has a fan with her. You would know this as Christina Fox, the Toreador representative. In Southampton, there is no uh, primogens. Each clan has a representative that is more democratically elected than others. As the prince steps out, he looks around, which almost instantly begets silence from everyone else.
5: My fellows. <laughs> I regret to inform you that another three cities have fallen. Birmingham. Glasgow. And Exeter. We have amongst our mitts the only survivor of those three cities. He
0: looks at you, Terence.
3: I will stand slightly and then give him a slight nod and bow. Nods back? And recognition. With a, a smirk towards uh, Miss Fox. We have
5: received a refugee request from cities currently under siege. Edinburgh. Into our ranks, we will be accepting
0: kind of leans off, and Christina whispers in his ear.
5: Five Camarilla clans, and
0: fifteen Anna clans. And almost immediately, among the people in the cheap seats, it erupts in, they can't do this, that'll upset the balance, and just immense amounts of Controlled chaos, shall we say. Prince Brenak just stops for a second, sighs, holds a hand to his throat, and his voice amplifies. Silence!
5: My advisor will talk to certain members of you. On to my second Announcement. We have a traitor in our midst. If some of you have noticed,
0: our harpy is missing. Looking around, you cannot see Mr. Graham Linebrun anywhere. And this is not usual for him. He is a cowardly man. He just takes the job, does it, And does not raise his head. So for him to not be here is... Quite frankly, it's concerning.
5: I must rest, however. These nights are taking a toll on me. And I need to retire to my chambers.
0: He just kind of steps off. Fairly undignified now that Christina isn't on on his arm. She steps up and uh, looks around the auditorium and addresses everyone. Yes. Pugin's Brynark has told me to initiate a blood hunt on Mr. Linebryn. An order that is given to every single person here. You are to bring him here, alive or dead, I care not. Also, the fact that he has absconded means that there may be more traitors in our midst. If there are any of you that do not, that do not see any of your compatriots here at this mandatory forum, please tell me their names. Edmure. Looking around... You do not see Julia here.
2: Edmure will double check. Look around again.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh, roll me a... We'll oh, do the first roll. Roll me a Wits and Awareness. Oh,
2: Yay. Okay. Ooh. Four successes.
0: Four successes. Looking around, you take stock of everyone here. There's um, only one person you don't recognize.
1: If and I Julia may. Is not here. Yep. That is six successes, messy critical. Oh, is it? Six
2: successes, oh, messy yeah. Yeah, critical.
4: Yeah,
2: sorry, two tens. Yep.
0: Looking around, yeah, again, you do not notice Julia and that newcomer. You don't know who the fuck he is, hmm. but you bet he's got something to do with it. So what are you doing? Are you announcing that Julia is not here? Or are you keeping it to yourself?
2: I think he will keep it to himself.
0: Okay. You will take two stains. (laughs) Okay. Christina continues. I expect you all, as is your intention, to bring back this man, dead or alive, tonight. We are a port city. It is very likely that he will escape before morning. And he probably has contacts to get him out. I expect all of you to do this. It is your duty to your city. She looks at each of you in turn. Ah, mediator. Edmure, please show our newcomer and take him with you on this. With that, she steps back, looks around at everyone, bows once more, and follows where the prince went. And, like, there is a lot of... General low-level murmur and noise. As city-wide bloodhuds don't tend to happen a lot in this city, they only do when someone really fucked up, really badly.
1: <laughs> First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I send a message to Knight. Uh, yep. Um. To using the uh, the the co-phase that we used to basically. Watch it uh, uh keep an eye out for the for, for this.
0: You'll get a text back that kind of looks like garbled nonsense to anyone else. But you and your cipher would realise that he's just saying, Yeah, got it. <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs> Ed, anyway,
1: oh sorry. Uh well, I stand up stretch and just start tapping with the cane. Just tap 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 not rushing, just walking towards him.
0: So, Edmo, you will know that Patrick is the mediator. He is the person that settles any arguments that happen in this city that would threaten the peace. Mm -hmm. And the people who really fuck up, under his judgement, they go missing.
2: Okay. Um, Before he does anything else, Edmo is going to get his phone out, and he's going to shoot a quick text to Julia. Yep. Um, along the lines of, uh, you are not present. Are you well? And he'll wait a few minutes before doing else something to see a response
0: You'll get a reply saying, I'm fine. Why?
2: He'll just respond with, uh, You should have been at the meet. It's compulsory.
0: A single text back that just says, Fuck.
2: He won't respond to that. <laughs> You'll pocket his phone, and he will stride purposefully towards Patrick. Mr. Duncan?
1: Mr. Redbeer?
2: I understand that we are to babysit the newcomer.
1: (laughs) Newcomer or not, he's still now kindred of the city.
2: Hmm. Well, shall we meet him?
1: I just turned the hands, resting over on his cane, looking towards uh, Terence.
3: Uh, well, Terence will probably have pulled out his phone, <coughs> opened it up, and uh, I. Are other people using their phones, or are they just yeah, texting? it's a, yeah.
0: It's like a. Uh, the people you can see around you are not; they've got no inhibitions about using their phones because they're probably starting to call in contacts to start this blood hunt.
3: So uh, he'll he will certainly uh, open up the phone, uh, speed dial Tavendish, and uh, and and just quickly ask him, uh, Tavendish, would you um uh, would you bring the car around, please, and uh, and make sure the uh, the boot is appropriately supplied. Uh. I feel like a hunt tonight.
0: You'll get a very, very kind of curt reply. Uh, of course. Uh, give me five minutes,
3: uh, and then he'll pretty much just stay on the phone, even though he's not talking to anybody, just waiting for the other two to see whether or not they're actually going to come to him or not.
2: <laughs> Ed- Edmure is walking, walking towards you with some some purpose. Ah, so you are the new one, yes?
3: Hold off uh, kind of answering for a second and then say I'll uh, have to get back to you and then put the phone away Yes, I'm uh, new in town it would seem I'm uh, Terence Bray Uh, Mm. Pleasure to meet you
2: Likewise, Edmure Robinson and Edmure will offer his hand
4: Uh,
3: parents will take it and firmly shake it
2: likewise quite a firm handshake
3: (laughs) Um, seems quite a to-do
2: yes most concerning still at least we'll be busy
3: is uh, your friend not joining us
2: mister.
4: Bray
1: sorry yes. step towards uh, at the uh, by the time they've been with the whilst well, they've been talking, uh Patrick has been scanning the room, so you'd like to yeah. kind of see can kind of get the general feel of uh, of the uh of the uh, of the kindred there
0: uh you I don't think you need to roll for this. The general feeling is people like i said, people are starting to like take note and call up contacts and are starting to leave fairly quickly because our blood hunt's just been called. Just
1: tap, tap, tap. There's no
4: rush.
2: have me a size.
4: Um, I suppose uh,
3: there's no rush for us to catch this individual, is there?
2: No, good job too. <laughs>
3: So um which clan are you of uh Edmir?
2: Clan Tremere And yourself?
3: I see. Um Clan Brujard.
2: Ah interesting.
0: Takes about say. maybe another minute
2: before Patrick reaches you. <laughs> nice of you to join us.
3: Good evening. Good evening. And
1: there's a slight, sort of, not bow of uh, greeting towards uh,
3: Terence. Um, Terence Bray, Clan Brughar.
1: Patrick Duncan,
3: the mediator. Hmm.
0: Terence, that means absolutely fucking nothing to you.
3: <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, I've um. Asked my valet to uh, bring the car around when possible. Uh, Should speed us along a little.
2: Oh, you wish us to travel in your vehicle?
3: That is okay. Well? It should be large enough to accommodate the three of us.
2: I was not worried about size, more security, but I suppose it will have to do. Security? Well, I do not know you, sir. And now you want me to, to get inside your car? Well,
3: it seems we are to hunt together.
2: Yes, well, it must, I suppose. Forgive me, oh. I did not expect this this evening.
3: You would prefer to walk, I say, my eyes flicking to Patrick.
2: I would prefer to arrive at my destination <coughs> with my own means, secure means. But uh, you know, I will not—I uh, will not be impolite.
1: The question that I have for you both is: Do we know where we are going? Do we have a destination?
3: No. I—I am I, new to the city. I am sure that you two have better understanding of who this individual is that we're supposed to be hunting.
2: Kind of at, this,
0: at this point, kind of Christina <laughs> will kind of come up to you with fanning herself. and I see you—you so you have mitts. Christina.
3: Ah, Miss Fox. He will kind of bow and proffer his hand out to uh, Miss Fox.
0: She will take it. She will.
3: He will. Uh, he will do his proper Victorian duty, and uh, you know,
0: and form. I wish to give you a little bit of a head start. So to speak. He was list- last Blech. talking's difficult. He was last seen leaving Southampton Central Station, the train station. And from what my ghouls have been telling me, he's headed towards the port. So he's probably trying to escape by sea.
2: Hmm, that is that is most useful, but uh, forgive the question, but I can't help but wonder why you are assisting us in this way.
0: I just thought I'd give our newcomer a little bit of a heads up. He has quite the reputation back in Birmingham. Or did.
2: Oh, interesting.
3: One doesn't escape such a purge without a few skills and talents.
0: Exactly, and I believe those would be put to good use here.
3: I'm glad that we did not rush out the door and instead waited to uh, enjoy your most wondrous company, my lady.
0: Well, thank you. I must go and tend to the prince, but I am glad you have all met. And remember, bring him back. I do not care if he is dead or alive. If he is alive, well, let's just say we can set an example of him. And she walks off.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, we have a destination.
2: Yes. So shall we depart?
1: Pad turns nice. and walks towards the door. Maybe we get a decent speed now.
3: I uh <sighs> would not wish you had more to uh travel if you're uncomfortable with my uh In my vehicle, uh, perhaps two vehicles may be of more assistance, uh, if you'd prefer to travel alone.
2: No, no. Forgive me, I am overly cautious sometimes. Uh, I think the circumstances uh, warrant us perhaps all being together.
0: So as you you come out of the front of the Mayflower Theatre, Tavendish, your valet, is waiting for you, just standing beside the car.
1: Uh, i'm going to take note of the number plate and send a text to uh to rosa yep is saying is, it, is it this car I'm going to be in keep an eye we sh- we should be aiming towards the
0: port you won't get a text back but you know she doesn't do she doesn't do the whole texting back thing
2: <laughs> Edmia is going to give the car a thorough once over um just checking for any kind of traps anything basically um yeah security check well terence
0: is the is the car
4: trapped
3: <laughs> no not that i'm aware of uh, it probably looks like quite a robust car um one of those larger bentleys um so pretty solid uh sizable so um you know enough space for a good five six people as he um, sees
0: you coming, he just opens the front door.
3: I'll, uh, I'll get straight in and uh, let the others do what they wish.
5: Are your yeah. companions, will your companions be joining us?
3: Uh, yes, Davindish. Uh, Very good.
0: So he gets they've
3: finished the inspecting door. the vehicle. Patrick just sent all that text
1: and then he's entering.
2: It is more than satisfactory. Thank you. Edmir will enter.
0: As you, as you kind of get in and all settle down, Tavendish doesn't even turn his head. He just looks out the front windows.
5: And where to? Is it the port? Yes. The port. Of course. Should only be about a 15-minute drive. Okay.
0: And with that, they sell. Along the way, Terran. No, not Terran. Um, Patrick you'll get a text from Mr. McKnight, who again, in his usual garbled nonsense, <laughs> to anyone else maybe looking over your shoulder at the text, it will just say, like, As- <laughs> but again, in your cipher, you will say small boat, 2am, unscheduled.
1: Um, And do I get a of of whereabouts it is, or just what? Sm- sm- sm-
0: um. I'm going to roll. So he's competent, but he might not be that competent. <laughs> Luckily for you, he's very feeling very competent tonight. Good. So he describes a <clears throat> small area of the docks where yep. two crates sort of intertwine. But there's also a very small gap that people could kind of step in and out unnoticed if it was, say, 2 a.m. To the other two of you in the car... This is incredibly weird because Patrick's phone has been going off a lot. And if you've even sne- snuck a glance, they don't seem to be saying fucking anything. It's just shit. <laughs> but it's almost a constant in the back.
2: Is there a problem, Mr. Duncan? No. Right. I had hoped for rather more explanation, I must say.
1: In that case, we are in luck. I have a location.
2: Ah. Okay, well, go on.
3: I can simply show you when we get there. Mm. Very well. It seems we are now putting ourselves in uh, this individual's trusting hands.
1: As As we are in your car. We are trusting in your hands.
4: Well, we're all I good friends check. together.
2: I assure you, the car is, like I said, satisfactory.
3: <coughs> satisfactory?
2: As insecure, I don't mean any. Value judgment on your car. One car is much like another to me. As long as it propels me forward, that will do.
3: That is all you require. Would rather travel in a little luxury and he kind of knocks the windows, ensure that nobody is looking in at me.
0: You're heading down like a fairly not it would usually be busy during the day, but it's about like 1.30 130 at night, so there's no one there. And Edmure, as you look out, the walls the the windows are kind of like that thick with glass and Pretty tinted. People aren't going to be looking in and seeing you.
3: Mm. So, nobody's really mentioned uh, who is this, or which clan is this individual of? Uh, was he uh, Harky or something?
0: Patrick, you would know he is a Markavian.
1: From, it is, from my understanding, uh, he is Clan Markavian.
3: They said he was a traitor. Constitutes a traitor here. I mean, mean... it's clear that it doesn't have to just be. A... I mean, there, there's obviously an agreement, it would seem, between different factions in the city.
0: So, I'll say Edmure. Down here, sorry. <clears> the <throat> Discord calls different. You would know that. Uh for a blood hunt like this to be called very quickly it would be either an incredible breach of the peace a attempt to drive the factions apart or an attempt on one of the representative or the prince's life the peace wow. being the most egregious of them all mm.
2: For such a hunt to be called at such short notice can only be one of a few things. Perhaps an attempt on the life of the prince or someone of similar standing. Perhaps an attempt to ruin the harmonious nature of our city, as you've noted. Or a breach of the peace. One of those three, I think, most probable here.
3: well no matter
0: it doesn't take too much longer for you to get to the outside of Southampton Port as it's so late in the night there's no real guards posted up and your valet has the credentials to be let through regardless so you pull up to the guard post station Tavendish just nods, shows a small ID and you are ushered through into the port what time is it? It's about one. Th- about this point, it'd be about one forty-five.
1: We have approximately fifteen minutes. Let us move.
4: Very good. Do you think
3: any others would have made it this far already? Unlikely, but it
1: is possible. Uh, how will is the area?
0: It's a. It's not too well lit. There, there may be a flood, light, like a pretty decent floodlight, about every thirty to thirty-five meters, which casts a very like distinct beam of light down to where it is placed under. But as it's not currently a function, like functioning as a port, most of them are turned off, only leaving one up to illuminate the occasional surrounding area, so that people coming in don't get lost.
1: So I presume we're we're about to stop the car's about to stop at this point.
0: Yeah, you'd be in you'd be in the car park at this point and Tamdish will be going round to everyone's doors and opening them for them. Stop.
1: Stretch.
2: Yeah, Evmir will leave the car and immediately start scanning the area for yep. threats or anything
0: unusual. Yep. Uh do you need me to wait here, sir, for you? Uh,
3: that would be appreciated. Um, would you mind cracking the boot? I think I have a couple of um, items in there I'd like to retrieve.
0: Of course. He goes around to the back and slides up the boot for you. And I will say, Edmure, make your Wits and Awareness roll, as well as anyone else that wants to.
1: Um, I will activate my heightened senses. Yep. Uh, and then it's adding
2: I have three successes. Three,
1: two, because so of that. Um, I have four successes.
0: Four successes. So with your heightened senses, you pick up. There's a lot of. There's a lot of small bits of movement around, kind of like a. Around, but with your with your heightened senses, you would probably pick up that there's probably a lot of rats, <coughs> and like a lot of secret like seagulls and stuff just moving around, kind of picking up the debris of the day's trading, so to speak. You'd also both you'd both notice a figure kind of moving from crates to crates off in the distance, off to your like kind of southwest. And they are moving towards the spot that you were told about, Patrick.
3: Ah, that is.
0: Uh, Terence, what are you retrieving from your car?
3: Hopping the back and uh, from underneath, uh, picking out a, um, a a gun and uh, probably some kind of a blade, just slipping them about my person
0: when you're when you're finished having to close the boot again for youngers uh i shall wait here until (laughs) looks his watch uh 4 a.m so (sighs) then i must get home i apologize
3: certainly certainly hot cocoa is it
5: a a good a good day's sleep
3: Hmm. well i'm sure that we'll be back before
5: then i have no doubt
1: comes background. Patrick will inform the other two of where the location where this where this man is headed.
0: Edmure, you will have noticed it as well.
1: <laughs> so, so they, where, so they know where he's going. Yep. And I go. let will move separately and quietly. Agreed. I will slip into the night. Yep. And I will activate uh, shadow cloak. So, everyone I would like else? to basically stealth up.
0: Yeah. everyone. Will, if you're moving slowly, everyone give me a dexterity plus stealth. Dex plus. And whatever Shadow Cloak does.
1: That uh, gives me two extra dice to my stealth. Nice. Uh, works with my blood potency. Increases it to. Um, Fine, I'll leave it at three. That's a <laughs> very poor roll for that.
0: So, what's everyone got?
1: I have three successes.
2: Three. I have two.
3: I have a mighty one. Oh. I am. I am taking the uh, early morning walk approach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As you kind of all separately. How are you doing this? Are You going in like sort of three pronged pincer movement, or are you? How are each of you approaching? Though the like kind of site you are approaching is a is one of the dock drop off points, but uh, off to the side of one of them, three of the shipping crates are placed in a triangle, with one very slight open part of the triangle facing towards the water.
1: That's the point where I'm headed yeah. ha- headed towards.
2: Edbear would want to make sure that um, any kind of potential escape route, we'd all covered each one of them, so he'd be coming gesturing with his hands where we should all be going, basically. Yep.
4: And you're just walking right up to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you would all, like, with 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 the wits and stuff, you noticed you rolled before, you would definitely notice a small man. He's probably about five foot two. Kind of like a comb over that didn't improve when he was embraced that's kind of off to the side kind of uh, like big winter jacket up like with a set of files to his chest and he is looking around in the middle of the triangle desperately doesn't seem to have noticed you (laughs)
1: any of Uh, you (laughs) I'm gonna slip up Yep. As you can, can I basically get behind him?
0: Yeah, he rolled a total of zero successes. So yes.
1: <laughs> and I can tell this is definitely
0: this is definitely Graham Limbroom.
1: Definitely Graham Limbroom. So um, I will pull free a stake. Yep. And get another back.
0: Yeah. I will um, also. Okay.
1: I will also blood search for this.
0: Yep, so make your roll. (laughs) Uh, It's um I'll say. Actually, I'm gonna look at your sheet and tell you what to roll, mm because you're pretty fucking good at this.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'll say strength and melee.
1: Strength and melee, okay.
0: At a static difficulty of one because he does not know you are there. (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I will definitely, uh, I will definitely uh, blood surge, which adds, at, uh, uh that. I think that's all I can add to it. So, okay, that is, uh, that is for like, six successes messy critical. Okay. Which I believe so- these are the five successes that I need to ram it straight in.
0: Yeah. So as you, okay. So the Metacrisis is going to take place as like just like this. As you step up behind him, grab the and grab the stake. You cannot help but putting your hand on his shoulder, turning him to face you, and looking him directly in the eyes. He drops the files and they just go whoosh, scattered off into the wind and the port in the. Just straight into the sea, but you take your stake and you just ram it in and the two of you hear a uh, uh, and a as he falls to the ground. And I'll pick up what files I can. Uh, there's none. They all flow into the ocean sure. with the wind. Eric
3: right. no. will nod Appraisingly at the uh, swift movement of uh, this hmm,
0: apparently notice-
3: slow individual,
0: <laughs> you would definitely notice the the turnaround was a bit brutal, though.
3: You know, uh, walk out and slowly clap.
0: It echoes around a little.
2: <laughs> a little a rash Jess.
1: traitor of the city
3: I hope those files weren't anything important but um uh...
2: mm.
1: if you would get to pick him up
2: they are lost to the water
0: apparently so. if you're coming if, if you're coming from joining him you will see probably about probably about Eighteen meters out now are just files that are just sit, like gathering all the water they can and just starting to sink.
2: Uh, Edmure is going to try and get them if he can. In that case,
0: yeah. Um, this is going to be an in- interesting role, I will okay. say. I get the wrong if I get the right character sheet up, that would help. <laughs> I Wait, say... how,
3: how are you trying to get them? Are you?
0: Yeah what's your what's your approach to how you're getting them? Like, are you just jumping straight in the water to try and retrieve them, or?
2: Uh, if you can just kind of reach out and grab them without going in, that's preferable. Um, yeah, yeah, that's preferable. Um,
0: okay, so if you're not even like trying to go into the water, you can you just like reach out and grab some, like. The some that you can they are a soggy shitty mess and you can kind of barely keep them together and the one you can kind of manage to keep together was tucked into like the manila folder of the file Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and it just seems to be a list of kind of like outgoing shipping patterns that aren't looking them over it's kind of just like this is this is for a ferry this is this one's for a group of like livestock that g- got brought in, they don't seem too important.
3: Uh, whilst um Edmure is trying to sort of lean over and get them, uh, Terence will attempt to sort of run out and see if he can get any that are floating or any other stuff that's still sort of almost in the air. Yeah. Uh Trying to use some traversal to essentially run around in the water and scooping off anything that's available. Oh,
0: I like that. Okay. Right. I will say...
4: Give me a. um, I think it's normally dexterity dexterity and
0: athletics. Yeah, I'd say. With your traversal bonus.
4: Okay.
3: So, yeah, five successes. It's normally three, I think.
4: Uh, So. Yeah, I'm so the
0: rest of you watch as Terrence kind of goes, kind of psychs himself up a little, and then just bolts over the, not over the surface of the water, but it's not it's not like a kind of Jesus walking over water thing. It is a, he puts one foot to the water and pushes off, kind of getting some sort of traction on something you hadn't seen, maybe, and just using that to kind of sort of jump run. And as he does, he kind of picks up maybe one that started flying and like a few that maybe look a little more structurally sound than the rest of them that are kind of just turning into like pulp and mush in the water. You kind of get up maybe two or three more pages that are still structurally sound.
1: Whilst they're doing this, I'm looking in the direction that uh, uh, that's these, uh, uh, I guess I've forgotten his name. Um. Uh, because I'm smart. Uh, that uh, Graham was looking. Uh, Graham was looking, and because he seemed to be looking out for someone, I'm going to see what I can see.
0: Yeah. Uh looked. Give me a and awareness, please.
1: And my hidden senses are still up, so. Yep. Three.
0: Three. You could see, kind of like off in the distance, what looked like maybe something moving on the horizon. But seeing someone running around the water has decided to go off in the opposite direction. Um, how far away are they? Uh, with your heightened senses, you'd probably guess maybe about. Hundred and fifty feet off? Quite a way. Yeah. They so they came in presume, again, from what you can probably gather, just using your knowledge, saw someone running around on the water and decided to go. That's not who I was looking for. And <laughs> fuck off.
1: <laughs> um Are they going towards the direction of where, where cars are parked or another? They're
0: going back into the open sea.
1: Back into the open sea. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, okay. Then, because I I can't see any name of boat or anything like that.
4: No, it's
0: too far away.
3: Okay. Uh, when uh, Terence gets back to the shore with the the paper, we'll hand it off to Edmure. Saying, uh, "You, you're the bookish sort, I presume."
2: You would be correct, and that was most efficient. Impressive. Unfortunately, well, uh,
1: unfortunately, you the... appear um, to have scared off the one he was. That Graham was waiting for.
4: Huh? Did Where?
1: I to see?
3: I don't see anything across the waves.
1: It was there. It is gone.
3: Do we need a boat now to continue the chase? Too far off. Too far off for a boat?
1: Too far off. to. you like to be able to catch them tonight? And also the hunt was for Graham.
4: True.
2: Well, perhaps if you hadn't been quite so rash, Mr. Duncan, we would have been able to extract more evidence.
1: We have Graham. He has mistaked. They can extract more when we get them back.
3: Then mm. perhaps we should um, make our way back. This peace thing, I'm guessing that would mean that it would prevent anybody else from taking our um, prize from us, were we to encounter them on the way back. Quiet.
4: Yeah.
3: That would be breaking the peace.
2: It would, yes. So in theory, we should be quite safe. In theory. Mm.
4: In theory. Hmm.
3: Yeah,
1: (laughs) right. Okay.
3: Do they seem confident that that's
4: like...
0: (laughs) definitely. So as you kind of gather up the currently torpored body of Graham Leinbrun, uh... Patrick your phone will ring. Hello sir. Uh a voice you will recognize as Mr. Ike McKnight. Kind of just Did you have to do that? All that running around on the water?
1: Wasn't well, me. Were you able to get any information about the boat?
0: No, just that one was going to be coming in at 2. Uh And as you you've got you've still got heightened senses up, right? Yep. As you look up, like he just says, "Uh, one of the top of the cranes, master. And as you look up to one of the top of the cranes, you just see a small figure just wave down at you.
1: uh, uh, Good work.
0: Uh, I'm going to have to be around here a bit to uh, see if anyone saw that. So, kindly fuck off.
1: We will do. Well
0: done. Puts the phone down, and you see. Yeah, I think Edmo, you'd see this as well. You'd just see like a figure start to
2: like clamber down on along the cranes and go off. Is uh, Mr. Duncan looking at the figure as if he knows them?
1: Are you? That's more of a glance, nod back, trying to keep that fairly impassive.
2: That does not concern you, Mr. Duncan.
1: Do you think I am not have a contact?
2: Ah, so he's meant to be there. Well, that is all then. That is fine. Then let us depart, I suppose.
4: Yes.
1: And they can call off the rest of the hunt.
0: I'm assuming you load him back into the boot of your car.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So where are you taking him? Are you taking him straight back to... The Mayflower Theatre, where the forum was held? Or are you calling someone? Or what's the dealio?
3: I presume get back in the car and start asking Tavendish to start taking us back. So, uh, uh, the paperwork, is it anything interesting?
2: Edmure will consider the bits of the paperwork that uh, Terence retrieved.
0: Yeah. So, as you kind of look those over, it's kind of more of the same. It's a lot of shipping manifests. But one name in particular of one of the, like, clients that's written down has been circled in red a lot of times. And you would see that name as uh, John Boar Di Morello, I'm Sounds
2: Italian. Can you run that last name by me again? (laughs) I will put it in the time chat for you because it's spelt
0: very strangely <laughs> quite
2: a mouthful <laughs> there we go it appears to be shipping manifests in the main there is however it's quite curious there is a name that is circled in red many times throughout the document a uh uh, John Boar Di Morello Amixtra. Uh, Mixtrata, rather. Tis It uh, is not a name I, I recognise.
3: The name I recognise? I don't know.
2: Um, roll me... Let's say...
0: I'm going to go strange on this one. Roll me Wits and Leadership.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Patrick, you had you will have no idea who this is, yep, no idea. and that's okay. worrying. Yep.
3: Oh. Hmm.
0: <laughs> that um, one, will... Is will one, <laughs> one success.
3: One success. One uh, success. I, I suppose I could willpower that, couldn't I? You could. It?
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. You could. Got two dice. You can we re- willpower that though.
3: Where is that willpower?
1: Uh, just on the. Just look at look if willpower it says a uh, willpower reroll. So you connect two.
3: Well.
0: Nice. Well, so that brings in three successes. Uh, I believe.
3: I no. Eight. It brings to five. Critical five? Wins. Oh. Five critical win.
0: Yeah. See, that changes things. Now I need to think about how much information I need to give you. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I love critical wins. Yeah. You would recognise this. It was weird, because he was a outlier in Birmingham, where you came from. Kindred. He came. He came in not too long, Maybe about twelve or so years before the Second Inquisition ravaged your home city. And disappeared about two years before they did. But you'd you'd know that name.
1: And that's that's a name that, with the within the documents, I will I will uh, forward to McKnight. Yep. And go basically uh, very busy moment. But when you can
3: look into it.
0: Yeah, you'll get one back that says, "I told you, fuck off." But okay.
3: <laughs> Some. Uh john boar it rings a bell uh what's it in relation to is it a shipping manifest uh so he's having something delivered or
0: it's it's just in the name of one of the clients list and there is no kind of there's nothing that's given to you as a what he ordered or what he's got shipping in it is just a name circled.
3: is he present in the city at all just out of interest
0: Neither of you would know him. You you, you don't even recognise the name.
2: I have not heard the name, sir. You, however, do you know this individual?
3: In passing.
2: Oh.
3: could say that we have um, uh, a matter of honour to resolve between the two of us.
2: Intriguing. Okay, so a person you would consider untrustworthy then
3: yes Hmm. as in he has no honour and I think he needs to be relieved of a certain amount of his um,
4: remaining knights Hmm. uh, it seems strange though that
3: he would be highlighting this I mean the Malkavians they're known for their um, issues yes
2: Yes, that would be right.
3: Some of them quite paranoid.
2: Mm. It is most curious. We shall inquire further about the forum. Mm.
0: Very
4: well.
2: So
0: you're heading back to the Mayflower Theatre, where the forum was mm-hmm.
1: held? I'll send text to Rosa saying, Rosa saying that we're uh, leaving, same car.
0: Yep. So again, it only takes about 20 minutes for you to get back to the Mayflower Theatre. And when you do, is,
3: is there a like a not obvious place to park to be able to get this torpid body inside?
0: I'm like consulting my brain map of Southampton. Give me a second, because <laughs> like I used to visit every single weekend for like fourteen years. So I am trying. Like my brain is kind of just like. Yeah, there's kind of, as you as you kind of come down the main road leading in, there is a side alley that kind of goes around the back of the theatre. There's a, like a stage
3: to... door and stuff.
0: Yeah, so you'd definitely be able to pull back around it.
3: So certainly try and get around the back, and then when we open the boot with okay. him in,
4: yep.
3: basically try and uh, get Tamanish to put an umbrella up or something, uh, and then essentially manhandle him out like he's uh, essentially drunk or something and take him in the stage door that way.
0: Yeah, Tavernish, will
3: kind
0: of just have an absolutely huge parasol that he just flits down behind him and keeps a watch out. And as you disappear into stage door, he puts it down. Goes back to waiting by the car. Uh,
1: I will also say that the moment we were kind of uh, leaving the docks, uh, both items and Shadow Cloak went off. Yep.
0: So as you as you come in back into the stage door and come back up onto where the stage would be, kind of looking around to see if anyone's still here. Miss Fox, again, will come up behind you. Oh, well, you are efficient. Leave him here. He will be judged uh, tomorrow's. for... um, There will be one held, and I think we shall make an example of him, don't you think? Of those who would break the peace.
3: He broke the peace?
0: Of course. as We we would not call one.
3: Might might I inquire? I'm new here. I'm not entirely uh, aware of all the rules. What exactly did he offend so that I might avoid such mistakes myself? Of
0: course. So, as you know, as a refugee yourself, this city is somewhat sacred. The Second Inquisition has already swept over this city once, while multiple of us still here recognize it. And they found nothing... Because of the rules and the laws that we keep in place. If even a single skirmish between the Camarilla and the Anarchs were to break out again. They would have reason to search for us again. And we cannot guarantee the same results if you get my drift. So the peace is monumental. It must be
2: kept. Which is why our rules are so strict. So this was a a factional dispute then? I believe so. And He decided to assault
0: one of... I sent some lovely gangrels off on a fact-gathering mission. And when they came back, he was covered in blood, full of the belly, and two of them were gone.
2: Hmm, most curious. And what is what are they? What is the reason for this dispute? Do you know?
0: If I knew, he would have run, he if I knew. Well, let's just say the guilty don't run, and she just kicks him.
2: Hmm, Yes, quite. Well, we also found these papers and uh as you will see there is a name there I do not recognize, but uh Our new friend here, Mr. Bray, has heard of this individual from Birmingham. Do you show her the,
0: like, do you hand the papers over? Yeah,
2: yeah, hands them over. She,
0: like, flicks through a few of them, and when she gets to the red-circled name, she just, you see this massive grin show up on her face. She goes, oh, Mr. Bray, you know our friend, do you?
3: In passing.
0: Well, I think the three of you I may have another job for you tomorrow.
3: You think this individual was in league with him? Or
0: I think he had something to do with it, yes. I think get some rest for tonight. And for the forum to after the forum tomorrow I will contact all three of you. Because if this man is still in this city, I think he needs to be
2: dealt with quietly. As you wish.
3: I would most certainly agree.
0: Get some rest, all of you. You have done exceptionally well, as is to be expected. We even may take you to make to meet the coin maker soon, Mister Bray.
3: I look forward to the privilege.
0: So, for those of you who like, for those of you who don't know what the coin maker is, and I will get you to explain it in character, obviously. But boons aren't representative by aren't represented by uh, verbal agreement in this city. Each kindred is given a set of coins. A gold one represents a life boon. A silver one represents a major boon, and a copper one represents a minor boon. Every single kindred in this city that has been accepted and like and been integrated has their own personal crest that they keep, that they have on these coins and can then give out as a physical representation of the boon. If you lose that coin, you've lost the boon. When each person is accepted, they are taken to the coin maker and they create their own coins. So Patrick and Ed- Edmure will have their own.
4: It ah, is also,
0: It is also very much unheard of for people to be taken to the coin maker in a month?
2: Ah, a crest so soon, Mr Bray. Truly, you are esteemed.
3: Would you expect anything less?
2: Well, it is most unheard of for it to be quite so soon.
3: Well, uh, these are difficult times. Would expect some um, allowances for someone who has uh, proven themselves uh, capable.
2: This
3: is just but one episode, though. We've all been around for a while. I understand there are traditions here in the way that uh, you do things, but um, I'm sure that I will become accustomed quite soon. I mean, after all, we seem to be becoming fast friends, Edmure. I'm sure that you would appreciate... uh, eh. I am uncertain exactly what it means. Uh, this this coin maker does what exactly?
2: Perhaps you'd care to explain.
3: You are familiar
1: in other cities about the concept of the boon. Yes. Here, it is not a verbal agreement. We just have a coin. And Paddy will... Uh, he'll, here pull out a one of the couple uh, a couple one. Yep. This represents a minor boom. I were to hand this to you, you would have a minor boom. For me. If you were to lose this coin, you would no longer have the boom.
3: Now coins are something that I understand. Very well, well uh Surely if we are fast becoming friends then surely it would be uh, useful for me to be able to offer you such uh, boons.
2: Potentially. I would not say we are quite friends. We have only just met, after all.
3: I suppose so.
4: Hmm.
3: Alone.
0: Yeah, with that, can Christina will pick up the torpid corpse and walk off
3: do you have any other plans for the evening otherwise uh, I presume there will be some more socialising at this forum for a little
2: is it customary for there to be more socialising or do people tend to leave Uh,
0: most people have left and it's not, it's kind of like a, it, people are encouraged to stay and build up relationships because if people just disappear off, that's like a, well, that's a few less friends you could have made that help stop you fucking us over. <coughs> so that there might be a few people around, but they're mostly, most of them are out off on this hunt. <laughs> I, no
2: idea. I will um. be retiring. I have little taste for idle chat.
3: Back to the books, I suppose. Indeed. And yourself, Mister Mediator, I'm unclear exactly what that means. By the way,
1: we have Tamara. We have Anax in the city. I am neither. It allows a neutral party to judge of both. I see. So I do. I do not. There's no point in me saying my clan, because I'm as if clanless, but not clanless.
3: You have given up your clan. How noble of you.
1: I mean, when you survive what I survived, when they elect you into the position that I am, there's a privilege.
4: Are you
3: staying for any longer yourself? or
1: I will be retiring.
3: Well, I look forward to seeing the two of you tomorrow.
2: Mm. Well, good evening, gentlemen.
3: Good evening. Good evening.
0: So okay. as you all retire for the evening, is there anything... Individually, you'd be like to, you'd be doing. It would be easy enough for you to like e- easily slake one one hunger <coughs> off of all of you, just straight out, because you are you're individual. You know where you're going. You know what you're doing. You could easily uh, slake one. Uh,
1: one thing I one thing I forgot to do earlier was to to a uh, rouse check for. Um, yes, do butter.
0: that now. I, I assumed you'd done it already.
1: <laughs> I passed, so um cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I will simply uh, retire to. Uh, uh, retire to. haven? Um, pick up a book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Edmure, Terence, is there anything you're doing tonight?
2: Um, Edmure will probably just be checking his phone to see if anything further has come through from Julia. Um, failing that, he will, yeah, again, just be retiring.
0: Nothing has come through from Julia.
3: Um, Terence, for his part, will be not retiring straight away, but sticking around to kind of yep. socialise with some people. Still aware that he's got a bit to do to kind of embed himself here, and as you say, finding it difficult, he just needs yeah. to keep, uh, you know, finding those opportunities. So he's going to be sticking around.
0: Yeah, as you as people like the people there kind of saw you bringing back the requested traitor so very quickly a lot of your like socializing and like small talk is incredibly favorable you're just getting a lot of pats on the back and people are just like hey, you did right re- you did great uh show me how to do that sometime eh and it's just like, like a lot of quite a bit of sucking up if i'm gonna be brutally honest
3: <laughs> that's fine terence will lap that up <laughs> 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 and yeah. seek out anybody he seems or believes is kind of of his social standing. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll kind of avoid the plebs if possible. Yeah. Uh, so uh,
0: one person you would notice—he's got fairly tall, very kind of uppity and about himself. Uh, kind of short, short blonde hair, kind of half half flopped over, half mohawk. Quite a handsome man, but very like conducting himself incredibly well. Uh, kind of just, he's talking to a few people and very clearly, maybe one rung above everyone else, <laughs> but he's milking it.
3: <laughs> well, um, try to get a feeling for whether uh, you know it's either going to be, I suppose, two peacocks opposing each other across the room, yeah. or else the two of us will start to sort of come together and actually find an accord that, um.
0: Yeah, I mean, as he as he sees you kind of like hovering around his little social area, he'll point you out to go, Aha, Mr. Bray. Oh, I saw
5: what you did tonight. It was wonderful.
0: And he holds out his hand.
3: Take it.
5: Yeah. Uh, my name is Xander. Xander Mallory. I would say the pleasure is yours. I would say the pleasure is mine, but it's yours to meet me.
4: Hmm.
3: I'm... Uh... You know Terence Prey, Clan Brujan?
5: Yes, you were the one from Birmingham, were you not? I'm so sorry about your city. Listen, if I can do anything for you tonight, especially with what you did just there, that was masterful. If I can do anything, just let me know, okay?
3: Maybe I'll have to take you up on that. I thought. Are you set
5: set up in this city yet? Do you have a place to stay?
3: I'm still looking for somewhere appropriate. Um...
5: Well, tonight you are more than welcome to use. Any of the ones I I hold. Ah, oh, sorry, where are my manners? I'm sure you'd like to hear more about me. I'm the Ventru representative. Tremere, sorry.
0: I can't even remember my own characters!
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the
5: Tremere representative of Xander Mallory.
3: Tremere, you say? Oh, well, then. Pleasure is all mine, I suppose.
5: Not too good at the whole sorcery stuff. They keep me around because of this.
0: And he just, like... Preen's his face a little.
3: Yeah, Terence will <laughs> play to his clear. Yeah, all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean he will continue to kind of uh, bask in the glory of uh, the Tremere. <laughs> <laughs> so sensitive... After
0: after like a few, after a few minutes of you just listening to him talk yeah. about himself and how amazing he thinks he is.
5: Oh, you are such a good listener. Um. Oh, which one could I let you use? Um. Oh, I think. I think the bleeding calf will be free tonight. Yes, that's a good idea.
0: And he kind of reaches into his jacket, takes out a key, and just holds it out to you.
5: There's a. Uh, it's the penthouse suite of this. This little hotel. Just the. You can use it for tonight. Just find me in the forum tomorrow morning.
3: do. Thank you. And uh, he will then kind of socialize a bit more and then basically yeah. go out for feeling deprived by uh, Patrick's efforts at hunting himself. He'll probably go out for a hunt himself afterwards. Yeah. Not
0: gonna be, it's not going to be difficult to easily slake, slake a hunger. And as you head off back to this, What Xander called a nice little pub, you see, is one of the most high-rise hotels in the city. (laughs) Easily, easily four stars, probably pushes five, and you have no problem getting up with the key. Perfect. So, and I think that's where we'll take our break for today, for now. And thank you to all my players so far. I didn't expect the cri- the critical- the feral critical on the staking <laughs> there's well, so much information that just got lost to the wind well <laughs> yep.
1: I could have you know rather, I thought, <laughs> yeah, just go with I it yeah. I'm going to need the willpower later oh me <laughs> yeah yeah. that's exactly the reason why
0: <laughs> so right uh, everyone go get a drink have a little rest come back in 10 15 minutes and welcome back to those Halcyon nights we are just going to kick right back into it because i want to kick this into overdrive so the next day the next day the next night starts up Rouse checks everyone please
1: okay um I was there oh boy
0: oh so only one failure of our night. lovely Patrick Duncan.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: The next night starts up, and almost immediately, every single vampire of the city will be given a notification on their phone, kind of like how emergency alerts are sent out to people when, like, people go missing or when there's like a severe weather in the warning. Every single kindred of the city will get a emergency notification on their phones saying that there is a forum to be held within the hour in the same theater as you as you all attend you see I, oh
1: yep I, I, we we've got some time before uh, that yes you'll have about an hour <laughs> okay in which case i would like to take um one of those I uh, uh, one, one of the uh well so probably the current misfortune I had staked. Yep. And bleed some bleed him into a cup enough to satisfy that hunger.
0: Yep, easily enough.
1: Then I will drain that from the cup, not from him.
0: So.
2: Yep. Sorry, all Emir would do is uh, again, get out his phone and text Julia and just say, uh, You would do well to attend this one. <laughs> and see if she responds.
0: She'll respond with "Can't bigger things in progress."
2: He won't respond. He'll just <laughs> sigh and roll his eyes. And this is also very typical of her. Because oh yes, <laughs> she cannot be bothered <laughs> with any of it. <laughs> Neither can Edmir, really. But
0: Terence, are you doing anything before?
3: No. You have
2: about an hour.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, pretty much going there as soon as possible.
0: Yep. So you'll all you'll all arrive and on the stage it's kind of been set up in a fairly macabre way there is now stage props placed around to give the backdrop of a city possibly used in some sort of performance beforehand or that's just like left here by travel by people who travel from theater to theater putting on their performance there's lots of mismatched kind of city block backdrops and Graham is kneeling, still staked, kind of propped up in the middle of the stage. As everyone kind of settles in, talking among themselves, Christina steps out, motions to Graham, and goes, thanks to the efforts of some very industrial among us last night, Mr. Duncan, Mr. Bray, and I can't remember if second me, Robinson, (laughs) and Mr. Robinson, our traitor was caught incredibly quickly. I have researched his crimes and using the evidence provided to me by his captors, he will be granted final death to be taken out immediately she like reaches into her cleavage pulls out fairly nasty looking like meat cleaver just steps over to him aims with his neck and with one swipe whew, as his head just rolls off of the stage as you all know If you are convicted, this is the fate you will all meet. The peace is not for our protection, and yet it is at the same time. Quite frankly, both the prince and I couldn't really care much less if you tore each other's throats out. But as you know, that will gain the ire of the Second Inquisition. They will come back. And this is the example of those who would expose us. Thank you to all of you for continuing your duties. And the people, if the people I was spoken to yesterday, in roughly an hour, please approach the stage. And she leaves. Jezebel, the Toreador representative, will come and find you. Patrick. She's a kind of olive-skinned woman with fairly dark long hair and wears almost like a very stereotypical fortune teller's outfit <coughs> like a kind of starry veil over her eyes and lots of like pouches and belts and straps that have fortune telling equipment on it. As she, as she walks up to you she pulls out a card and says, oh. "Mr. Duncan, we Mediator, we have the work for you. If you would please follow me. What's up?
1: Follows. Tap. Tap. Tap.
0: Jezebel almost moves as if if she's dancing, kind of. As she steps, every movement is kind of very elegant and graceful, excessively so Mm -hmm. to anyone that watches. (laughs) And she will lead you beneath the stage, into the band pit, where two kindred are. One is kind of one's female and kind of hurl, like curled up in a ball with her knees up to her not saying anything. Uh, She's got co- sort of dyed blue hair with the uh, roots very clearly showing through. She's probably not seen the outside of this pan pit for a little bit. And the other one is a fairly well-dressed Venture man like probably about like brown suit, kind of maybe like late forties. Looks uh These two, um, uh, Mr. Mr. Johnson here has accused Hannah of a public feeding. I. There is no evidence aside from both their words. I refer to your judgment, mediator, and she steps out. As as she steps out, the the um, the man who was called Johnson by her comes up to you, shakes her hand, and goes, Ah, <coughs> lovely to meet you. Um I'd quite like to get this over with as quickly as possible. Uh that fucking feral savage over there. He just points over to her.
5: I had the goal to feed on someone like me in public.
0: And he like lifts his neck up and shows you two punctual wounds in his neck. Uh, I think that's all the evidence you need, isn't it? Deal with her. Describe the events. Start to
1: finish. No oh embellishing. God. Do we have time for this? Yes. <sighs> Fine. I was in the city centre
5: and with two of my friends, and clearly she decided to take uh, offense with me of some kind. I don't know what I've ever done to her. That would ever deserve this. As I was walking through, she just—the oh, gall of her. She walked. She walked up to me, sidled up, took my arm as if to say, "Oh, you are my protector. You are my..." F-. No, she just sunk her fangs into me like a savage. Unacceptable, I tell you.
1: Move from him to her—is she still not dumb?
0: Yeah, she's still like in a ball, like <sighs> fetal position, but sitting up, kind of.
1: Crash! I'll crash down in front of her. Yep. Your your story, start to finish.
0: She just looks up at you, and you can tell she's not had a day's sleep for uh. I will say roll me intelligence and medicine.
1: Intelligence and medicine. Yep. Okay. Um, can I do heightened senses for this?
0: Yes. I, yeah, I'd say so. It's a one-shot. Fuck it. Why not?
1: <laughs> Thank god. Because I need that. I have a
0: single success. Single success? (coughs) As you look down at her and she's very clearly not had a day's sleep for, you probably guess between three and five nights. She's been kept up. But more annoyingly is the sound of this other man just pacing backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. She just looks up at you and He's... He's lying. I...
4: Look in the eyes.
0: I wouldn't.
1: Look in the eyes.
0: I never would. It's against the rules. And I can't... Taste of his... No, I... I couldn't.
4: She just goes back
0: to... Like in the ball.
1: I'm guessing which insight to see. Yep. If, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I guess in the heightened height senses also apply to this. It
0: would, yes. Um. No, it would be muddied because of he's just constantly pacing around, and that's really fucking loud to you right now. Um.
1: Uh, okay. I will but such. Yep.
0: I have three successes. Three successes. And they go to. She doesn't sound like she's lying. Like ever, as you look at her body language and stuff, she's very clearly scared of this guy, and she she knows who you are, and she wouldn't lie to you.
1: Turn to him. Why do you lie
4: to me?
0: He's going to willpower that. (laughs) As soon as you say this, the facade just drops. I thought, well, she, 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 no, no, no. She, she, can't you see? And he's just kind of backing away towards the door.
1: You know what happens to those who lie to me. I- I'm not lying.
5: I
0: promise you. I'm um, John. Um, look, she. Look, what she did was, and he bolts. Okay.
1: Uh, I will be moving after him. Yep. Unsheathing the sword cane. I have rapid reflexes and striking him, with the sword cane.
0: Yep. So roll your dexterity and melee. I know you've wanted me to say that.
1: <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, May um, I? I will... Uh, I will blood charge for this as well because I want this pool. Um, so I'll get... Uh, that adds total of... Uh, hold on. Would uh, would my blood potency add to... Um, give me the additional die for this as this is... I, uh, as this is my, um, uh, I, I am one with this weapon.
4: I'll say yeah.
1: Wonderful. So you've it adds... you,
0: take, you, take, you put the points in it. I'll say yeah. yeah.
1: Two from that. From that. Uh, so that adds. Oh, let's uh, make sure I get this right. <laughs> sorry um, hmm. Both potency, uh, specialization. The, uh, yeah, because I believe that's seven. So so yeah, that is eight successes. Of Rouse, I got hunk three.
0: Yeah, he's going to take a lot of damage from that. As you, as he's, um, you'll start, uh. The people who are still in this, in the, in the like antechamber of the theater, that's what it's called. <laughs> you will see this man start to kind of run out through the seats and head towards the door. And almost in like half a second, Mr. Duncan just comes up and swings his sword across his back and he just collapses.
1: It just, it's remaining on the floor. Yeah. Why the blade? Why the blade clean on him? Sheath the cane.
0: Pull out a stake. Staken. There is no resistance. You torpored him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> As I, uh,
1: <coughs> this is a uh, to, uh, to rosa to come in and pick him up yeah in the car
0: so Je- jezebel like joins you at your side again not really sure where she came from as far as you know she was there she wasn't there and now she's at your side oh. Oh. didn't think it would go this way you know best though she disappears off again
1: Go back. In, I go back into the room. She's still there.
0: Yeah, doesn't take like after maybe five minutes, you will actually get a message back from Rosa saying outside.
1: Then I'll just her to come up, stand up. basically tell her to pick him up and carry him to uh, towards Rosa.
0: Doesn't take long for you to do this. and knew- you not exactly a nice scene for the rest, for the people that aren't used to seeing it, mostly Terrence, (laughs) that something like this would happen in what you would know is like previously sanctioned as court as a pretty peaceful place. The fact that this just happens means this is probably either a really bad situation or this man holds a lot of power that he could just do this and no one would bat an eye. (laughs)
3: This is just the way the piece works, apparently.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. The body is collected,
1: and I will follow to the car, and uh, I will do what I. Uh, I will, if I, if, if with however much time I can, yep. I will drain uh, this guy's into into another cup, and drain that. So, if I have time, I'll take two. If not, I'll just take the one.
0: Uh, you'd probably have time to get one.
1: I'll t- I'll take the one then. Go down to hunger two.
0: Uh, roughly about now, unless there's like other things Edmure or Terrence would Edmure Terence or Patrick would like to do, it would be roughly coming up to about the time Christina asks you to meet her.
3: Um, Terence will certainly be uh, trying to hunt out the Malkavian representative. Yep. Uh, he's interested in the fact that this guy seems to have been summarily killed. And the information, you know, he's um, he basically wants to try and meet this guy to, to tell them what he can.
0: Yeah, you will notice uh, again along up in the booths, like on the booths on the side of the theatre, you will see lots of people you don't recognise. You saw Jezebel, who you you wouldn't know talking to um, Patrick earlier, and as you kind of ask around a little, and mm-hmm. like say who is the representative of blah, blah, blah. I'm new here. You'll be pointed up to the top leftmost booth.
3: Okay. I'll go up there and uh, see who's lurking.
0: Yep. So are you knocking on the door? Or are you just going in?
3: Yep. Knock, knock on the door. Yep. Always polite.
0: So you'll, you'll hear a voice go, ah, enter.
3: Uh, go in. Good evening. Uh, I'm Terence Bray, one of the uh, the new refugee. I ah, believe yes. The Malkavian representative.
0: Yes. So as you as you step in and look, there's another person who's fairly as androgynous as you are. You wouldn't even be able to tell their gender just even from looking at them, or even from their voice. They look at, and their the hair's fairly like sort of dark red. Kind of going down just to below, like just at the start of their ribs. And they look over to you fairly calm from you go, Ah, um, you're here
5: about Graham, I presume.
3: Yes. I'm interested. Uh,
0: it's such a sad way that he had to go, but. If the cause. If he really did do what he said he. They say he did. That can't be justified.
3: Well, certainly he had papers with him which seemed to sort of uh, contain a particular name that uh, both I and Miss Fox seemed to recognise.
0: Indeed, and as one of the
5: Council of Representatives, I uh, bear no
0: pleasure in also recognising that name... We believe that that person is a... has connections to the people who are hunting us.
4: Yes.
5: And so we could not even possibly let this information get out there. You understand?
3: I understand. We we keep our
5: strengths
0: through keeping tenuous links shut down. It is why they have not come back to our city. If they find even that one tenuous link they will dig up more
5: evidence everything is a code and that code was close to
3: being cracked. this individual he uh, visited Birmingham and, uh, may have been somewhat instrumental in the uh, falling of our city
5: Perhaps. I hope for your sake that you are wrong, but if you are both here, you might be right.
3: This, uh, your clanmate, is he prone to paranoia? I take some of your clan are prone to fits of um, insanity at times.
5: Many of us are,
3: yes, but that is part
5: of the code, and we would be broken without it. But for Graham, he.
0: Romy. Wits and insight, if you please.
3: Wow, what a stunning pool.
4: Well, you
0: know, two. They kind of just sigh heavily and go, Graham had the. He kept his head down. He didn't really. He tried to keep it hidden,
5: but he was a little more affected than the rest of us, shall we say?
3: My experience of your clan has been that they like to keep secrets close rather than necessarily feeding them out. Seems strange.
5: Ah, yes, well... Times be as times do. We, We have to live very differently in this city to as we... Previously did. I was once in your shoes myself. It took a whole lot of changing things before... I got how it worked.
3: Seems strange. He was rather easy to put down, and yet apparently the claim is that he killed two other kin- gang. Yes,
0: I think he looks around.
5: I I don't think there's much truth to it. To be told, I think Christina's hiding something. She's the closest to the prince, after all, so she's probably. She's probably privy to a little more information than we are. But I think she's hiding something.
3: Thank you for your confidence.
5: Of course. Like I said, I myself was once in your position. Sam Morello, by the way. Morella, not Morello.
4: There's a difference.
3: (laughs) Sam Morello. Yes, well then. A pleasure to make your acquaintance.
0: And I're yours. And now I would like to finish watching the performance, if you will. And he just stares back at the stage. They yeah. stare back at the stage, sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, Terence will get up and wander out. Yep. Go back to join the others.
0: So at this point, Christina would have come back out onto stage and is now looking around to see where the three of you are.
2: Edmir would rise upon seeing her, but Edmir has been watching uh, Terence like a hawk and has noted where he went. And Terence may even notice that he's glaring at him as he's coming
0: back down. Depends on how how obvious were you making it? Kind of like a
2: oh, he wants to make it obvious. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, not hostile, more just like measuring him up, kind of way.
0: as you all step onto the stage and meet her, she goes, very good. Now, what I'm going to show you and tell you is going to be very important to be kept under wraps. The name you saw before. And she, she looks around on the stage and kind of beckons you all to kind of come backstage with her. You doing so?
4: Yes.
0: Tap, yeah. tap. 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 She comes, as you go backstage, there is a, there's a, another as, kindred sitting, like, sitting back there on a set of crates. Oh, yeah, come.
3: As we're walking back there, can I ask, uh, is the prince not in attendance this evening?
0: He is not. um, the, lo- the words are difficult. The, uh, recent activities have been taking a toll on him. The ones of our line tend to also want to stay in areas they like the best. Mm. Edmure and Patrick will know the Prince of Tordor, a very old one. Mm. So as you head back out to the stage, um, back on kind of like uh, a pile of crates and props is a... Kind of teenage-looking woman. She's got uh, blonde hair tied back in a ponytail, wearing a very bright red hoodie, and just kind of looking up around at everyone. Christina steps in and goes, "Nelly, introduce yourself. These ones will be taking over where you fail. Kind of comes up to you and just... Yeah, we're gonna go take that down. Take him down tonight, yeah? Oh Nelly, B. be more specific. There's no shame here. As Christina just grins. And he looks at him, look looks back at her, goes That man. Yeah, Jumbo. Me and my group, we were told to uh go deal with him, yeah? Cause pretty fucking good at what we do. He was part of it. And she just nods her head back out like back to the stage. But part of it. He was with us. But <sighs> he's Got some guard. Or summer That's far stronger than you would fucking think. And the two. And two of us were. Like that. Gone. He. Decided that. It would be best to just fucking run. Because he's a coward little bitch like that. I came back. Told. Miss Fox here, what happened? And she said she'd send someone better. And I'm guessing that's you three, yeah?
2: Yes, that would be us.
0: Well, I've got to show you where we found him. You ready to go, or do you need a bit of time?
1: What took your fellows? Wait, what took your fellows?
0: I didn't see. They was there and next minute their head wasn't.
4: Hmm.
2: Sorry, I'm only understanding about every third word you are saying. Can you be more clearer, please?
0: What is you making fun of the way I speak? I could be more clearer, but I don't think you'd understand more, even if I did. Let's just go, yeah?
3: I'll right. turn to Miss Fox. We're supposed to be cleaning up the failure of this individual. Uh, he has not even introduced him or herself uh, uh, properly. Nellie, you say?
0: And the woman in front of you just rolls her eyes, like very much a... <sighs> Nelly uh, Essa Gangwall.
3: Well, that explains the manners
0: you see her mouth start to just just hold it back is you ready to go or do we need a bit more time
3: I think uh, my colleagues here were asking some questions perhaps you could uh, elucidate us of uh,
0: what happened We found where he's got his little hideout. It's a cafe in the middle of Mayflower Park. Open the back. And it leads down into this little fucking TARDIS looking thing where it's a lot bigger inside than it is on the outside. Or it looks it because it's underground or something. I don't fucking know. So he comes out, says, Oh, I don't want to fight. Oh, there's nothing. Oh, I just want to talk. Well, that ain't gonna fucking fly, is it? Because he's gonna die because of what he's done. So we rushed him. And then I look to my fucking right and John and John and Anna, they're just just fucking dead. Their heads are just, they're gone. I don't know where the fuck they went. So I I had to go, otherwise I'd be next.
3: So you're equally a coward.
0: Coward, but I kicked my head. And I can come back, and I can tell you where he is. And I can show you.
1: Not the coward, Terence survivor the coward ran and kept running the survivor came back to report if she Mm. had continued we would not have this information thank you for the
0: information nelly she bows Begrudgingly, but also like as a as a sign of genuine respect, but as a I can't believe I have to fucking do this. Bow.
1: <laughs>
5: Got
4: Are any more fed?
1: questions? Are you fed? Yes. I would hope you would join us. This. Yeah, I'll show you I'll show I'll show you. I'll show you where he's at. Not only sure, join us.
0: Yeah. John and Anna I'm gonna fucking rip his fucking head off for what he did I don't know what he did but I'm gonna fucking rip his fucking head off maintain your calm. yeah you're right sorry and as, as she says sorry Christina just oh we are improving well damn yeah just let's just go right yes So she, just, as you, as you leave, Christina just waves you off, and as you get out of the theatre, Nelly kind of turns to you all and goes, oh, "So, do you got transport, or we walk in? I don't mind either way."
3: I certainly have transport. Good. Um, yep. Uh, I can, if you wish, uh, Edmund, Patrick, uh, you can of course join me or take your own transport if you wish.
2: Well, I had assumed that we would continue the arrangement of the previous evening. Of course. Excellent.
1: I'll well, um, I'll basically have uh, t- uh, I've told Rhoda to uh, have uh, taken the uh, t- t- taken the venture back to. Uh, back to the storage. Yep. Uh, and then uh, basically uh, tell her where we're going to join us when she can. Yep.
0: So I'm, I am assume you're calling Tavendish to yeah, bring absolutely. the car around. Yeah. So it only takes about five, ten minutes for him to bring the car around. And as you get in, Nelly just like starts giving him directions to go. And you come to Mayflower Park. It's not the size of a like national trust sort of park it's a little bit smaller and nelly kind of leads you through like fairly open fields to a small cafe on the outs on like not sort of the outskirts but just in a little bit from the outskirts as she does you can just see her starting to like get angry and Really start to just. I put a general hand on her shoulder. Cool. And can I get wits and awareness from everyone, please?
1: I haven't put up my height and senses at this point, so yeah. I'll just do a strict wits and awareness. Two successes.
4: Nice. Four. Two here. Uh
0: was that just one, Terence? Two. Two. So You uh, Patrick, Terrence and Edmure, you would all notice a man kind of coming around the back of like from outside of the back of the cafe, just hands up. Edmure. You will also see. Actually, I'm going to ask you ask you to whether see you'd notice or not. Where are your eyes right now? Where are you looking?
2: Uh Edmure is just the kind of person who's constantly scanning the area for threats. Um, every you will see. So,
0: a red sniper dot <laughs> on Nelly's head.
2: Don't move. There is. There is a dot on her head. Do you see it?
4: She, she just, just looks, looks up
1: like, Um, I'm going to look up yep. in what word- direction. I might I might assume the dot's coming on and I will like to heightened sensors too.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, roll me another Wits and Awareness, please.
2: I would like to also use heightened sensors.
0: Yep. But you can do that. Five. Five. I'm gonna do this roll because this is contested. I'm gonna sure? do the I'm gonna do the roll next to the microphone so you can hear this.
5: I I'm Fuck, that
0: guy's a sneaky fucker. Terrence? Uh,
3: I'll be activating um the eyes of the beast
0: yep just tell so, me what that does quickly
3: <laughs> uh being able to see in the dark so yep. eyes glow unnaturally and just able to see actually through the dark so again helping see a bit in the darkness yep. if there's anything creeping around also primarily just to stare at um this figure uh, Nelly <laughs>
0: Nelly okay.
3: in part whilst activating it and just giving her a grin saying uh, how about you um stay where you are for the moment?
2: So I have um, yeah. seven successes, messy crit. Seven
1: messy crit. Messy critting all over the place. Fucking, <laughs> you got a messy crit as well? No, uh, I I got I got five. Okay. Um, but like, that's another messy crit. <laughs> what three to so five? No. Fuck
0: me.
3: No,
0: it's,
3: it's Patrick got five, but I've got, got okay. five regular. regular. Yeah,
0: okay, I get it. Um. Okay. So what I'm going to say, you will notice. All of you will notice the man is starting to move, like, move closer, hands up still. Edmure, you will notice that Nelly is starting to fucking lose it. As he gets, as with every step he takes closer, she is just fuming more and more and more. And she goes for him. Not even um, holding back, she just leaps. And can I any can and any... just yeah, you can try.
3: Yeah, yeah, equally, I'm just gonna try and put her down. Yes, back in place.
0: I
1: was trying to just shove her out the way of the sniper dot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all I can do. That's all I'm gonna be able to do.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, this is contested. Um, strength and brawl, please,
1: <laughs> strength and brawl. Yeah. Oh, oh wonderful. Because uh, th- th- this uh, this is the downside of this character.
0: Yeah.
3: Do you want that from me as well, Lane?
0: Yes.
1: Do, does my ra- does, does my rapid reflexes add anything? Uh, or... I will
0: I'd Let you add one for that one because you're taking you trying to act quickly.
1: Uh, so would add, I, would I add, I add, add my blood as as the, Yeah, them, sure. Using so
0: like, you are sure. acting against you are acting against they very pissed off Gangrel. <laughs>
1: Hey, I got two.
3: Two. What does the blood potency get you?
1: Uh, the blood potency basically uh, you, using powers you can get additional dice for, if, for the potency levels. For how uh, blood is.
3: How many dice do we get? Because yeah, I equally dish- have rapid reflexes.
4: So.
0: Uh, want- so it'll be one from your blood potency if you're using rapid reflexes. That's just because I'm allowing it because you are trying to move incredibly fast to like either smack her to the floor to stop her from. Okay. Getting sniped. Or... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two. I, I'm also going to roll this next to the camera.
4: <laughs> I'm not so worried if she gets sniped. You know.
1: That's had a really good or any really bad stir.
0: So... With a messy crit. <laughs> Bye-bye, head. As she, like... As you kind of grab onto her, she just digs her claws, like the claws that are now very clearly forming on her body, she just accidentally, like throws you two off and as she leaps, you just hear a as her head just and she falls to the floor. The man walking forward just
5: I only say I want to talk. Like, you don't believe this. All I want to do is talk. I mean, seriously. Self-defense.
3: If she was going to make a mess in here, at least it... What is it that you want? I just want to
1: talk.
5: I know she sent you to kill me. I don't want that. And I don't want any of you to die. I
1: just want to talk. best of the sword king thing anything
4: how about you start talk. talking
5: fine information for information fine
0: <laughs> so as you as you look him over you'll see a probably about five foot two man with long blonde hair he's got kind of um pince-nez sunglasses on uh Very kind of scraggly, shitty beard, like a teenager that's trying to grow a beard, but can't really yet. Got kind of a uh, tartan jacket on with very uh, loose-fitting white white t-shirt and jeans.
5: Information for information. Um, Fine. Uh, I've got information you probably don't want to hear. Let's put it that way. And... Oh, why am I even bothering? You're just going to try and kill me if you if I don't tell you straight away, aren't
3: you, you? are seriously trying my patience now. You've already made a mess of my fucking car. How about you tell us what I want to know before I attempt something? What's your name? Let's start with that.
5: John Bordi Morello, I'm Extrata. My friends call me Johnny. Listen, your prince is going to die tonight.
1: How do you know this?
5: Are we going to talk? Are you going to try and
0: kill me once you find this out? Or, he's still got his hands up. He's not, like, actively trying to
4: threaten
2: Well, that depends on your part in it. But speak, and we will listen. I've and got my part in it.
4: Do you think uh, he somebody just, like,
0: else he, does? He, he like makes hand motions. because
5: you can come down. They they can't do
0: shit with you here anyway. And you just kind of see in the like as you as you're looking at some of the trees in the in the background, you see someone kind of just firemen slide down one of them, land up next to him, and he just she just walks up next to him. Uh, this is a woman with kind of short bob cut blonde hair, a huge scar that starts on her nose, goes down like this, wearing a kind of gray kind of army surplus jacket, but kind of loosened. No, sorry, tightened up. So it's kind of form fitting. And for the, yeah, with your wits and awareness roles, you'll see she has an Uzi strapped to each boot. <coughs> so.
5: Your prince is going to die tonight. I've told you that. And... Surely you've noticed, right? You've noticed she's getting weaker. He's getting weaker and weaker by the day. Of course. One of you Indeed. has to have... Exactly. Who's been closest to him for the entire time?
2: Well, that would Miss be Miss Fox, Christina. correct? Yes.
5: And who sent you to kill me?
2: The very same.
5: Are you trying? Are you getting what I'm putting down here? She's been getting stronger. He's been getting weaker. Look, just come into my come into my come into my house. We can talk that talk more there. And I'm not going to go missing if you try and kill me because you'll be in my house and no one fucking comes.
0: So he, he like, points to the back of the cafe and there's, like, a small small red door, opens it, and there's, like, a set of stairs going
2: down.
3: Are the other two sort of accompanying as well?
2: Yep. Reluctantly. No, no, as in yep.
3: the, uh, the other individuals that he had with him.
0: Oh, he only had one.
3: Only one, okay. Just the sniper. And she's yeah, coming she with
0: us? She is, like, next to him. <laughs>
1: Does she appear to be kindred, kind, ghoul?
0: She looks like a human. She kind of motions down to the stairs. I'm not going to attack you. It would... One of you could kill me easy. Easy enough. Look at you. And he motions over to Patrick.
5: I know what you survived. The fact that Fatima couldn't even take you down to a fucking feat. I know that. I wouldn't go head to head with you.
0: Why would I even try?
4: I'll follow in that,
1: there. If you know that, then you would know that I will not initiate the conflict.
0: that's what i was hoping and he just again hands up leads you into his it, it's it's only it's only like two or three stories down into the underground and it's almost like a small cottage you know like the shire cottages in lord of the rings it's like almost one of those ho- little hobbit holes but just underground inside it's like there's one one like fairly common sitting like sitting room with Kind of just like paraphernalia scattered about. He probably doesn't, doesn't take exactly like well, very good care of it. But this, like, the bigger room is a kitchen, and there is someone else moving around inside it. Edmure, you'd recognise who it was. Oh, it is Julia.
2: Oh dear, she's just just
0: like moving around, like pouring out concoctions and stuff.
2: Julia. What are you doing here?
4: Oh, Edmure, um...
0: (sighs) Well... Now you know why they couldn't find me.
2: Hmm. Well, this is interesting, isn't it?
0: I found out about what she was going to do. She sent people after me as well. That's why I'm here. Johnny's been protecting me.
2: Hmm. Well, we will speak on this later alone.
0: She kind of looks off to the side <clears throat> very clearly, looking like cat caught with a cat caught with the cream sort of <laughs> look Johnny just like motions to the sofas I guess uh, sit down if you want um drinks drinks uh, i'm I'm rude
5: drinks anyone. I would appreciate.
3: I'm okay thank that
2: you. One. Yes, I think that would be unwise.
3: Okay. He is his own one.
0: person. Just one. So he goes he goes to the back and without Julia's help, just takes like a few, few bottles and a few labels, mixes a few of them up, and pours it all out into like this one. Fairly nice-looking gobbler. It doesn't look as nice as the ones you're usually handed in court. But it's pretty nice-looking, like a sort of upper-end wine glass. Hands it to you and goes, uh...
5: All I've got for now. Uh, bon appetit.
1: I was hoping for the uh, usual. And he said the, he the side.
5: that That's the nicest I've got. i I promise it's going to be better than...
1: What you what you previously been served? Just to say, thank you for the offer, but I think we need the information. Your diablerie won't compare to this.
5: Speak. I said what I said.
3: Perhaps you could um, explain to me. You visited Birmingham for a period of time. What was your business there?
5: You're aware of thin bloods, correct? As you call them so derogatorily, in your circles?
3: Yes, I'm not ignorant.
5: We've... We've deduced some things over the time. You've got your blood sorcery, we've got our alchemy. We can't do the things that you do with blood. But I've been making some strides. You lot are struggling. I know that. You're struggling with trying to find things to feed, with opportunities.
4: I've I've come across something that will fix. This.
0: And he takes a goes back again, picks out and takes (coughs) out a very small little glass vial, and just holds it up.
5: This is something I've been working on since I was in Birmingham. And they tried to kill me for this. are you left? Not out of choice.
0: He he uncorks the little vial, pours it, pours like a tiny little drop into a goblet, and then just sips it, and almost immediately he looks completely satiated.
5: It takes a little refinement, but this, this formula, it's perfect. and she would have me killed for it, because that this would disrupt everything she's done.
3: in Birmingham who tried to kill you.
0: <laughs> he lo- he looks off again and just into the distance and
5: Well, the prince decided that I was a heretic. You know how they are. You know how those old Toriador are. They've got they get in their own heads, they create their own They create their own endings, and he decided that because I was trying to disrupt their ways.
3: Which have survived for decades, if not centuries. And
5: not for much longer.
0: You know this, right? You all have to realise this. The only reason you are in this city is because of these laws, these rules that they all set up for you, that have kept you safe. And I know you wish you could go back. I really do. And he just looks at you directly, Terence. Back to those Halcyon knights. Where it made sense. Where you all
5: ruled over this city with an iron grip. Where you could just... You could do what you wanted. Those days are over. And they're, tr- they're pushing back against it. And all I want to do is... <sighs> Help the people that will have me. Come on, I, I, I have no ill will towards any of you. Your prince will die tonight.
1: Could I roll witch and set to see if I believe him?
0: Yeah, go ahead. This is not contested. Anyone no. oh, else want wants to, to roll for the same yeah. thing? They can do it.
1: Yeah. Four successes.
0: Four.
2: Four.
3: Terence cares slightly less about that, and we'll follow up with a. Uh, Did you have anything to do with the fall of Birmingham? and uh, will basically be wanting to sort of focus his attention on the
0: response yeah. to
4: that. Rather Patrick than, and
0: Edmure, you will. You will. He doesn't feed. All of his body, like, all of his body language will point to he doesn't think he's lying.
5: I didn't. I left because I knew there was going to be something. Someone sold you out. It wasn't my fault.
1: I'm going to pick up the goblet.
0: Yeah. Have a drink. You slake three hunger.
4: That, and if, that, that, will that take if me below you have,
0: zero? It will take you to zero. And if you have any folkloric blocks or feeding restrictions, you may bypass them for the next two nights.
2: I believe him, for what it's worth. I think he speaks the truth. Whoa! I was wrong, Mr. Duncan?
1: (coughs) How easily can you make this?
5: It takes a little bit. Um, I'm very, very lucky that I've had a volunteer. Blood gives me a basis to work with. Uh, The hemoglobin reacts with stomach acid and it multiplies. I don't know how much any of that means to any of you. But... It's something special. I can.
0: She he goes out. He goes back to the kitchen. Pours more stuff. Creates two more for you.
1: I'm not lying. I would advise you to drink it. It is very good.
2: A volunteer, you say? Truly. Julia kind of steps out and goes.
0: Yes, he um. He helped me with my situation. Said there was some experiments, but I, I'm sorry I kept this from you, but he's doing some real good here. I, occasionally I give him some of mine to speed up the process, provide something to work with. We've been looking down on these thin bloods for far too long. They're doing some amazing work. I, maybe, might be just him. I don't know.
2: Yes, I'm
4: inclined to agree. Mm. It's important
3: to have workers who work, who come up with new ideas. To
5: that end, I will tell you what I know about what's going to happen tonight. So, yeah. I can't believe this. <clears throat> Graham. Graham Leinbron, correct? Was the one you were dealt with last night.
1: You're I right. am...
5: It's my job. I am a... How can I put this? I help people get out of places. Miss Fox hired me to get him out of here. <clears throat> I set up a boat to meet him at the docks at 2 a.m. and take him to France. According to my driver, he never appeared and there was people
0: on the wharf And he goes, he goes like in front of you on the like, like kind of little nice coffee table in front of you. Picks up a small book and just shows it to you. And on the last page, there is a name, Graham Leimbrun. And how much how much he was paid and by who. Christina's name shows up a lot of times on this document.
5: So Do you- my theory is that he's looking around he she's looking around,
0: sending the people who would oppose her the least to try and deal with me to get them out of the way.
5: I kill them in self-defence. And that feeds into her plan.
3: It seems you are becoming acquainted with the ways of old.
5: I would prefer you didn't put it like that. I'm trying to move things forward, and she's trying to have me killed.
3: And so what would you have us do?
5: I wouldn't have you do anything. I'm just giving you the information. I believe she's going to. I believe your prince is going to die tonight. I believe that Miss Christina Fox has been sapping his strength for some time. And that with you three here, with the countless people she sent to me before, I think she's going to move tonight.
1: This elixir you have, would it restore the prince's strength?
5: You can't, you can't restore someone if their soul is not theirs anymore.
0: You would know about that.
1: But it turns to, uh, but drink. It's good.
3: If we take any action tonight, I will not do it while supping from this uh, thing's concoction.
2: Ediphae will glance over at uh, Terence and then drink.
0: You slake three hunger and you can bypass any feeding restrictions or folkloric blocks for two nights.
3: Just push it back across the table. Fine, fine.
5: As a show of good faith... Diet if you want to go with them.
0: She steps forward and just hoists the gun across her shoulder and goes, Alright, fuckers. So uh as you probably know, a bit specialized in hunting peoples like you. So what I'm gonna say now is you get one shot from me. And wherever you hunt him. I ain't going to be on the grand with yous.
2: Understood.
1: Look up and down. You could maybe maybe be a well, at least a range match for Fatima herself.
0: Oh, he's such a flarer. Johnny kind of like steps up to her and
5: so i know two of you know where
0: the actually hang on yeah i think patrick you'd know patrick you'd know that the princess haven is a museum called solent sky I'll put it like put it out there for information purposes at least one of you knows where the princess haven is christina takes him back there almost every night and i believe
5: that tonight she's going to attempt to deporize him Whether that's going to succeed or not, I've got no fucking clue. Because she's been doing this for a while. And it might be the thing that tips her over the edge.
1: I'll look over the uh, goblet that Terence pushed away. Does this stuff keep strong for very long? About a week. Would Would I be able to have that in the flask? One for the road, of course.
0: And he Appreciate it. kind of takes a little bit of time to make up a hip flask of one and hands it over.
1: If you are right, you will done a great service to the city.
5: Don't particularly care about the city. I care about keeping me in my own safe.
3: From what so. I hear that is uh Within the philosophy of this city.
4: Keeping well, then all... might have a
5: partnership after all.
4: Possibly, yes.
2: You should care about your work. It is quite the marvel.
5: That's why I fled Birmingham.
2: Mm, I'm glad you did.
5: For what that's mm. worth, thank you.
3: You seem to know a great deal about uh, what happened in Birmingham. Perhaps, once we are done with tonight's endeavours, we might talk again. If you prove yourself worthy and with useful information, then perhaps we can start along a
4: working relationship. Sure.
5: Listen, if you're going to go, I'd go soon. She's... You've seen, you can believe me or not, or believe what I've told you or not, Diet can take you there, and you'll see if I was right or not.
2: Yes, let us make haste.
0: So the sniper, Diet, she again hoists a gun back over her shoulder and <clears> kind <throat> of leads you out.
1: Uh, so, uh Patrick will turn to tensicals. you're the sniper. combat capable or not?
3: Are he you talking
0: some...
4: to him or Terence? Okay. <laughs> he has some
3: skills, but he is not a kindred. So, yes, he could be quite useful. He handles a shotgun well.
1: Um, I will also bring someone, and I will basically text Rosa yeah. to bring the car. Uh, bring, the, bring the car up. As well.
3: Perhaps they can watch the exits whilst we. Um
4: enter?
0: Yes. Yeah, so Rosa will arrive pretty quickly.
1: Boss, what do you need me for? I believe if the information is correct there will be an assassination attempt on the prince tonight. What? I know. we got to get there.
0: And at that diet speaks up and goes yeah we fucking do let's go come on and she leads she will send directions to the museum of aviation in southampton solent sky it's fairly large it's not a it's not like a quaint little town museum it is a fairly comprehensive museum of aviation history which is a perfect place to hide someone that doesn't want to be found because it's pretty big as you kind of pull up to the outside of it that will turn to the group as a sign as a kind of hole and go like I said you get one shot how do you a little
3: unclear what you mean you'll take one shot
0: I'm a sniper that's what I do unless you tell me not to or like, tell me how, how do you think this is going to go because I ain't going to be down on the ground with you lot of fuckers. I'm going to be up in that building's around there, waiting for my shot. I
3: presume we will go inside and um, do we wish to keep our one shot in case somebody tries to leave?
1: Do you have a contact number that we can link up to?
0: She, like, re- She like digs around in her coat for a little bit, like, going, no, no. Handing like, giving you a little small little Bluetooth headset.
4: This will work. Hmm. Thank you. And I'll direct roger
1: to uh, prepare how she prepares.
4: Yeah.
0: So, hang on. As as Rosa kind of moves up to diet and starts to like try to get Buddy Buddy to prepare with her, she just looks at her and goes. And what's everyone's celerity rating? I have one. Three? Nothing. Nothing? But any of you who have celerity will like will recognize diet, will watch diet move at. at speed close to a kindred mm-hmm. up the side of a building and just like shimmy spy- like not spider climb because that's a very specific power but she'll like take a like grab a pipe jump from one to the other like up and just perch herself up on a roof
2: I'd be able not appreciatively
1: <laughs> that's a rare woman
2: mm.
3: yes seems quite talented especially at putting dogs down we uh, see our ways inside
4: it's
0: not difficult to get inside and especially with your skill sets <coughs> as is You kind of get in cautiously avoiding alarms because I'm assuming you would do that <laughs> Yep.
2: Yeah. Any traps, anything any security. I'm not gonna be the
0: i or... so, I'm not I'm not the sort of like game master that goes, and ah, because you didn't specifically say so, you set <laughs> off all the alarms. <laughs> I, yeah, assuming you go you go forwards kind of carefully, slowly, looking like looking for alarms, and following Patrick's lead, you go past the uh World War II history exhibit, kind of slink to the back with the staff room, open the door slowly, and there is a corridor that looks like a dilapidated and disused. And actually, can I get a wits and awareness from everyone, please? As you're kind of coming up to this corridor.
2: Three. Uh, Eight. Nice.
3: (laughs) Fuck. Just one for me.
0: Just one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Paying attention,
0: Edmure. You will hear. There's not a...
3: of good art in here, man.
0: You will hear a almost feral sounding <laughs> from inside one of the rooms. About okay, twenty meters down to your left.
2: Okay, can I pinpoint exactly which door?
0: Yeah, you would be able to.
2: I would wordlessly gesture.
1: Would know the location where the prince normally is.
0: Uh, you would know that that would be his room, like his the room he retires to. Yes, that's his room. Mm.
3: Be careful. What do you hear?
2: I hear rasping sounds.
0: As you as you kind of with your eight successes as you as you listen in even more
1: that's a critical win as well
0: it changes from even less of a like a guttural growling to like almost a wait well, the, the guttural growling stays but you hear kind of scratching and lots of frenzied movement in that
4: room
2: Ah, uh, it is changing now, it sounds like. There may be some kind of struggle. We should proceed quickly.
3: Um, Terence is basically gonna start lively and quickly moving down the stairs.
2: And Literally. getting there as
3: quickly as possible. Yeah.
2: Quickly, really? quickly, quickly. Quickly.
0: Yeah, very quickly. As you start to like move down this corridor, the footsteps echoing in these like dilapidated stone halls the door bursts open and out steps miss christina fox um, with a savage look in her eyes it's almost all pretences of what could pass of humanity are gone and she is almost like hunched forward any sort of pretense you would uh, yeah you'd all recognize this as she's fully gone the beast has taken over she is a white.
1: Uh Is it just a straight corridor?
0: It is a straight corridor.
1: So there's no... Nothing uh, I can step behind. Terence's, is...
3: Well, knowing that these guys are sort of uh, coming up behind, Terence's intention okay. is probably to run up the wall, over the ceiling, and try and drop down behind her so that we can essentially come from either side.
0: Yep. Uh... I'm you've guessing
3: got, this is a narrow corridor rather than a. Yeah, larger. it's
0: probably like. Probably about the size of like a regular door, but just like a tiny bit wider. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You've got like spider climb or something, right? I
3: have, I have traversal if you
4: need me traversal, to. Yeah, that, that should.
0: Um, no, that should be for your pretty experience in this sort of thing. She will, however, like almost, like, out of instinct, see something moving and just take a swipe. Okay. So, I believe we are starting combat.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, I'll say roll
0: uh, dexterity and brawl against this to defend.
3: Dexterity and brawl? Um... If I activate Rapid Reflexes, that can give me a bit of defense against this. Um,
0: I am not sure. Been a uh, rapid
1: Reflexes. Uh, that? Is that, no,
3: no, sorry. That's uh, Fleetness, isn't it? Yeah, Fleetness. And once per yeah. turn, the user can also use this when defending with Dexterity Athletics. So if I can use Dexterity Athletics. To try yeah, I'll say you can use Dexterity,
0: dexterity Athletics. that will be nice. <laughs> so how many successes total two two you take three aggravate no, three, three superficial damage as the claw just and catches you on the side
3: sorry no I haven't rolled yet oh <laughs> sorry is, uh... oh
0: sorry I thought you'd roll
3: no, no, no. So I'm going to willpower this. Yep. For definite. Okay, so that is five successes.
0: Five successes. So as you as you slip around her, <coughs> the claw just like narrowly and scrapes across the sides of the wall. But you come down behind her. What's everyone else doing? These two are now solidly in combat. Uh. Uh, how far away am I from? From would you say? Uh, You'd be about ten foot at this point. She could easily run in.
4: Does she
1: seem to be focused on him?
0: No, she's still like out forward. She like took round, took a claw swipe, and is just back to trying to, assumedly, get out.
1: Uh, I'll I'll activate the AP and goes. Christina Fox exits the building. Take her out. Got it. And I'll step aside. Give me a clear bath up.
0: Yep. Edmure, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> Edmure would draw his firearm. Um, yep. which just some kind of Victorian revolver uh military piece. Um and if he can get a clear shot without danger of hitting Terence He would take a shot.
0: Yep. Uh That's wits and firearms, I think, isn't it, for a shot for a firearms roll? Dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. De- uh, de-
1: Can you dexterity.
0: tell I've only ever been on the player side? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on the combat side either. Yeah. Joanne never got into combat in time of season I literally
2: like. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna re-roll. She's a good girl.
0: Successes.
2: Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that is four successes. Four
0: successes. So she got two. So the. That's too superficial i believe sounds right yeah so your shot you hey, take aim fire and the shot just whoosh, string smack across the head and she stumbles a little but now we're kind of back all around everything's everyone's done something so we'll say terence
3: just just to check <clears throat> as i use fleetness and okay. uh, traversal do you need me to just uh, roll rails checks for those
0: yes if you uh yeah, yeah.
3: So oh, hunger get two. Very hungry. Quite quite possibly. <laughs> yeah, no. That's yep. up to three. Uh so my my intention at this point is basically to basically try and uh rip fingers into the back of her and just try yep. and land land hands on the shoulders and just try and rake yep. down.
0: Sounds good. She's gonna do uh, minus two because you're behind her. <laughs>
3: You'll get... definitely activating uh prowess. In order yeah. to do this as well. So, is this strengthened? I'll ask uh, the combat master Phil.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm my, my discord kind of crap there. So, uh, you're using you're using hands?
3: Uh Strengthen Brawl, is it? Yeah, so uh, using unarmed. Yeah,
1: that's a strength yep. and brawl.
3: Okay, cool.
1: Sorry, my, my discord kind of froze. I'm like going, I see the round check, but I'm getting nothing here for a second.
0: Yeah, I refer to combat master Phil because you know. Gangrels and Silas.
3: <laughs> no problem. And uh, frankly, I'm going to rouse for this as well. Yep. So, um, does that get two extra dice? Is it?
0: Yes. Cool. Blood potency.
3: And and sod it. will will pair it as well. I think <laughs> it. Yep. Well, you know, uh, six successes.
0: Six successes total, no? Nice. She's defending at minus two because you're behind her. You grab, you reach your fingers in and just scrape down as she makes a kind of incredibly disturbing guttural noise. And she's going to attempt to run while also taking a swipe at anyone who's in her way.
1: Okay. Um, does she look fairly hurt by this?
0: Uh, a little bit.
3: <laughs> I do have an extra uh, two levels of damage, unarmed damage to this because of okay, the premise, by the way, so Sorry. she
0: that changes it. She does look yeah. wounded, but probably not being close to taken down.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, in that case, Berets, as she passes, yep. Out and slash.
0: Yep. She's uh just roll your just roll your pool. She's not trying to defend, she's just trying to take a swipe at people as she goes past. So she's just running.
1: Okay, that sticks. And I will blood surge. I will add the Hulk boodle because that's a stoking 15 fucking dice. Edna,
0: uh, you're also in the way, so she's also taking a swipe at you as she tries to get past.
1: And fuck it. I'm going to willpower. Yep. Because why the fuck not? So, uh, 7, 8. That will be 9 successes, critical win.
0: Nice! <laughs> oh, don't against... get hungry! The swipe against you. is also a critical win.
1: Okay.
0: 4. 3. Superficial.
1: Is that after having or is it not
0: It's okay, after having okay. and Edmure, the one against you,
2: okay
0: are you taking any like actions like are you trying to defend yeah. like ju- jump out of shoot. the way
2: um
0: are you trying to, like she's like running at you and yeah like, he would but jump she's out clearly of the way. trying to go past
2: yeah he's not gonna block her away
4: yeah I don't know.
0: For superficial damage, halved. Okay. That's after having.
2: Oh, okay.
0: So the claws just rake across both of you, and she looks. It's almost like at this point, a wild animal who has been injured and is trying to flee. As you as she goes past you, she just like jets off to the, jets off, and are you following? Are you keeping an eye on where she's going?
3: Following
1: at top speed. Yep. Yep. Uh, Following, I will also I will rouse to heal. Yep. Um, I go to I go to Hunger One, but I will
2: do the same. Yep.
0: As you as you like, kind of follow after her. It's there's not much museum left. She's kind of just like forcing her way through chucking down exhibits and moving head like heading just towards a huge window that she's very clearly going to try and like break through
1: I'm using the headset to inform our lovely sniper that basic west is headed so lay at the dot
0: yep
3: are we are we able to get to her before she gets to the window
0: um if you make like a concerted effort to yeah
3: yeah so it sounds like she's going to probably go through that window
0: Terrence's... Yeah, you can you can tell what she's trying. to Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So Terence's intention, just watching that with a glint in his eye, will be he's hoping to, as she tries to make through the window, leap up behind her, grab her hair, and try and pull her back, so that if there's shattered glass, she will end up falling onto it, basically.
0: Okay. Um.
3: Trying to prevent her get out, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just going for that. I'm, just, I'm just going for another slash. <laughs> I, say, I got 15 motherfucking dice for come on
0: I will say roll me strength and brawl mm-hmm. this will be contested <laughs> it's not a like this will be a tug of war of can- do you have physically have the strength to pull her back from
3: pull her back, yeah. just
0: trying to escape
3: Let's see how we do uh, does potence have any bearing on this or
0: um, What is your potence rating? Two. Two. Hers will. Sorry? Hers will. Yours won't.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will rouse for this.
0: Yeah.
1: Am I able to get closer for Slash as well, or is that?
0: Um I think if you made like the concerted effort to try and get close to yeah. her.
1: That's what the uh
0: You also might be in the crossfire line.
2: Can I go for a shot as well?
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh dexterity firearms.
1: So I will I, I'll make my uh because that's a sexy amount of dice. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's such a sexy because I again I'm gonna rouse, I'm gonna do Because fuck it, why not? Oh wow. Uh fuck it oh, willpower. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I used will power. Yep. But that is seven successes, non critical win. Yep.
4: Uh, and make another
3: two. I only have three at the moment, so uh, I'm I'm probably also going to will to see if I can. Yep. Yeah, no, it's not happening.
0: So you pull, you kind of grab onto her and kind of muster up your strength to try and stop this. Basically, at this point, just flailing, raging beast trying to escape, and she just yanks you off, and with a lot of successes, just throws you to the ground. Ouch. You still get your slash, though. So that yep. is...
1: Seven successes, non-critical.
0: Seven successes,
1: so that is... I tried to work to get the critical, but i got nothing else, so...
0: <laughs> so she smashes through the window, and... I got Four as well. Four? Okay. That is... She smashes through the window and starts to run off into the night. And then that same you hear and she stops and just rolls. I I pre-rolled that before this. She got twenty-two successes what, the on that gunshot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy mother fuck! <laughs> okay. If it would have if it would have been a bad shot, I would have let it happen. But she got twenty-two successes, and aside from the the initial uh, like scru- like crash of the sniper shot, you also see the body start to like burn as it kind of smoulders. And Patrick, in your headset, you will hear, oh, that's me one shot, I'm fucking off. And a, And she's probably broken the headset on her side.
1: <laughs> uh, I will uh, go back to where the print was.
0: Yep. That room is a bloodbath. His body is laid out on a fairly ornate four-poster bed, looking like it's been sucked dry like a raisin. And maybe, after that, from what you can see of the blood on the walls and on the floor, it looks like she diabolized him and then just start to slash at the corpse like a wild beast trying to get more food.
1: I will contact bas uh to basically uh, go
0: in there says
1: hour a- three.
0: <laughs> She doesn't really have any words, but but, Fawaii comes in and she goes And what the fuck are we going to do now? You're the mediator, you have to deal with this.
3: Somehow. you deal with this as mediator?
0: He's the only one of authority here.
3: So the Uh... prince has no authority? Prince is dead. When the prince is not dead, well, I suppose. Where do we go from here?
1: The representatives, I contact the representatives now. Now they start sending sending messages off. Yeah. Um,
0: A very quick emergency forum is called. (laughs) As you all. Hang on, let me roll. A very emergency forum is called Insolent Sky, the museum. As everyone gathers around, apart from the people with reasons not to be. Mr. Ike McKnight and any friends of yours who would be helping others. (laughs) Yep. Jezebel, the Toyota representative, kind of finds you all and goes... I am sorry. I did not... I feel incredibly guilty that this happened under any sort of watch of mine. Um... She reaches into a little pouch, pulls out gold coins, three of them. Hands one to each of you. Representative of all of us, um... thank you for dealing with this. I, I don't know what this will mean for our city and time but we will endure so and that's where those halcyon nights will come to an end thank you to all my players Yay. for
3: thank you name coming thank along you. for thank this you.
0: wild ride that i've yes. had written for a while <laughs> oh. thank you to mitch for doing the tech and for all of you lovely people for watching it's pretty special week I've been I know I've been off of your screens for a little while, but came I'm back, back with a I, bang. Yeah, and I do a few other things. You can find me. I'm going to be playing in the D and D fifth edition podcast called City and Snow fairly soon. Um, yeah. Thank you again. Thank you to Peter, Carlos, Bex, everyone having me on back again. I missed you all. <laughs> you. And once again, thank you for my players.
4: I love you all, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.